0: Hey, welcome to the welcome to the Kai fast
1: nation what is up everybody welcome to kbn live uh glad to be back with you on a monday ryan good to have you back man i know you had a, a long weekend down there in the rain at seminole how you doing I kind of had a short weekend down there because after the way day one went,
0: (laughs) I pretty much made up my mind that there was not going to be a day two. So it was pretty, pretty simple for me.
1: Yeah. Still an exciting weekend to watch. Watch what was going on. It
0: was fun, man. I I really enjoy, you know, the lake down there, the atmosphere, the layout. Uh, It's a cool, cool little spot. Um, But I mean, the fishing was tough. You were either on them or uh, super frustrated. And it looked like only... 18, 17 guys were really on them, so uh, it was pretty pretty wild.
1: Our uh, special guest tonight, Brian Howe, just made the long road road trip back home. He's going to take the time to come in here and talk with us. He was one of the guys that was definitely on them. Gosh, I mean. We'll talk to him about that in just a minute. Uh, Yeah, we had some fun on the group page with him and his Unbelievable,
0: man. I mean, that is a, a massive, massive limit. And the way it all played out was, you know, that kind of made it even better. Like he he smashed him on day one, but he didn't have service. So, you know, day two there's all this talk and all this hype because Joey got out there and laid the wood to him pretty good. <laughs> and he's like calling, asking what the biggest you know biggest limit in history was, and and old Texas uh, Texas boy as Ryan Vantine has referenced, Meat Hammer howl uh, had just freaking smashed him. So. That made it. That made a good plot twist at the end there. <clears throat> yeah, we need to uh,
1: ask. I've seen a bunch of nicknames for Brian. We'll we'll get into some of that for him too. when We get him on here in a few minutes. But there there was some other tournaments around the country too. We'll, we'll touch on those. I know. Uh, do you, do you know anything about the All American Bass or the America Bass Kayak Series out in California? That kicked off this week. No, I didn't know that. I, I mean, we've covered the Wild West
0: guy. You know, we had them on to talk about their thing. What's that one about?
1: Here, I'll throw it. I'll throw it up here for you to see it. The ABA Kayak Series. I didn't know anything about it until I saw Greg Blanchard put a YouTube video up that he was in it. Really? Uh, and then is it nor- you know. North California? Uh, it was on uh, El Capitan. El Cap? Is that how you say it out there? El Capitan Lake. Tim O'Connor won it. Scrolled through some of the names there, but yeah, so that's a new, I guess, regional right. or California series right. out in California. I saw. There, so.
0: I saw my boy Jason Yang. He was uh, he was complaining a little bit, kind of uh, on the Wild West Trail. He had like three really good fish get booted because he, I guess had his hand somewhere on the base of the tail or something. I guess that's a rule okay. out there for them. Maybe
1: that was, the, maybe that was the ABA series. I don't know.
0: No, he said it was wild west. It was wild Wilds west for sure. Yeah. I talked, okay. I talked to him about it earlier.
1: All right. And then they also had, uh, the guys we had on Chris and uh, Joe from the TKC, they had their first big tournament, Texas championship. How'd that go? Derek Taylor? They had a couple big limits put up. Look at there. I put it up on screen for us. Uh, Derek Taylor had 104, Brandon Brandon Male- Maley, Male- Male- I don't know how you say his name, had 103 and a half, so that's a, a shootout. And a bunch of guys in the 90s, so pretty nice. cool to see that. So, yeah, that's tournament season, like man, it's in full effect. That was, I think that, that was their first one? Yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah, they were
0: hyped up on that, too, that lake. I remember them talking about how excited they were to go fish it. Yeah, on, on Fayette,
1: I think, so that, that that's cool. Cool stuff. Big tournaments happening everywhere, and I think we'd uh, be remiss not to say something about Jody Queen winning the, the ten. 12, for sure. Whatever. And we'll we'll, we'll have
0: week. Jody on too soon. So don't, yeah. don't worry about that. We kind of flipped a coin on who we're we gonna have on tonight. And I think the hype and the story was a little too
1: good on this yeah. <laughs> on this slug fest we just watched. The deal with Jody, man, it just kinda it didn't really fly under the radar, but it happened because it got postponed, it kinda happened so late in the week. The momentum had already built for the seminole event, it just kind of flew on through, you know. I hate that they had them
0: that close. Cause I know a lot, I mean, Russ, I was there when Russ arrived at like one thirty. we were still up shenaniganing. Yeah. yeah, that works. Um, we were still up, talk to him. And I mean, he had to drive like, you know, drove all night and got there in the wee hours of the morning. So that really cut out a whole lot of pre-fishing for those guys that were trying to hit both. So hopefully, you know, in the future, they'll, schedule better around it
1: yeah yeah i know they had some weather issues down there too that made them bump it an extra day did did joe fish the seminal event i didn't see him yeah i didn't see his name on there so I must mean, not i heard he'd been up there and the, he have been up there in the money yeah for sure you would have noticed if he was there yeah yeah but uh anyway enough enough talking about all that how about we get brian in here what do you say let's do it i know he's wore out he's ready to get this over with probably we're gonna have fun anyway <laughs> hang on just a second we'll get him in here Brian, what is up, my man? What's up? How you feeling? Got that check right behind you there, the big bass check. Feeling yeah. good? Yeah, um, I'm
2: still. It still hasn't set in, honestly. I don't know if the the exhaustion from fishing all weekend and driving 12 hours home straight through, or what it is. I don't
0: know. Well, it's it's probably having to carry all that money home. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, so you know what what was your what was your mindset going into Seminole have you know do you, did you have kind of a inside track did you have a game plan going in or did you just stumble on to some magic there
2: uh, I kind of had a game plan since I fished it last year and I got a check last year but I felt like I didn't do as well as I could have uh and I honestly I'd had a a few spots i liked last year that i had pre-fished so my thought going into this was just go back to some of those areas maybe explore around those areas see if i could find some other things that might be better because i had some stuff i saw on the map uh that i pulled up on google earth that looked really good but last year the wind was kind of blowing hard and it was hard to pedal to some of those spots during practice so i never got to check them out because I just didn't want to battle that wind to pedal all the way a couple miles out to some spots, and to have it potentially not even pan out. So this year, uh, I checked. I went to the spot where I first started day one last year, uh, and I caught a couple of decent ones, but it wasn't. It was. It wasn't as good as I thought it should be. Maybe. So I pedaled out and uh, went to this pad stem flat. It's just like probably a mile plus of pad stems all out. Uh, maybe, you know, like three feet of water on them or something. And I caught quite a few fish in those pad stems last year. But this year I, I didn't have a single bite in those that whole area. I went all out there and I, I figured I'd at least be able to get, you know, maybe one or two or Dink or something, I, I couldn't buy a bite. So I was kind of like like okay maybe maybe these fish haven't like moved into that stuff yet. Maybe they're still a little bit behind what I thought they would be doing because the weather, the water temps. I think I think that first day it was like fifty one degree water temps where I was at. So I I just didn't I I didn't feel that spot. So I just kept pedaling along, I was punching mats, trying different things. Couldn't buy a bite punching other than a pickerel. I had a pickerel snap me off and I lost my one ounce tungsten. (laughs) I was a little pissed off about that because, you know, those are like $10 weights sometimes, like $5 to $10 (laughs) weights just for one weight.
0: (laughs) Somebody get him on the Wu Tungsten Pro Staff right now. (laughs) Sign him up.
1: The entire nation is yeah. on the Titan Tungsten team, if they didn't know that. Oh, so maybe- I forgot about
0: that, yeah. I got some emails I'll forward you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after that, I pedaled up into this backwater that I was, I don't know, I, I, I just decided maybe I should check it out. Maybe the fish are in there. I, I did, honestly, I thought that maybe it was too early to be way, way, way in the back of some of that stuff. But I went back there, and I think I caught like a, it was maybe a 18 or a 19, like maybe five minutes in when I went all the way to the back. I didn't have any bites, so I went all the way to the back. And then I had another one maybe – it was like a 20-inch or maybe I shook it off because I saw it eat at the boat, like it came all the way up to the boat, and I was like, I'll just not set the hook on this one, save it for the tournament. And mm-hmm. uh, So after that, I was like, I need to get the heck out of here because, like, they're, they're in here, and that, uh, that was – Pretty much I decided at that point I was probably going to start there cause it was not five minutes when I was back there that I had those two bites probably. And they were both good ones. Uh, after that, I kind of moved out, just fished along the bank, kind of tried to figure out some areas back that were in there that weren't as far back as the whole, all the way to the back, back, back uh and i caught one more like maybe a 17 off one of those other banks i was like okay I, I went ahead and marked that on my graph like that's one of the most important things to me like that helps me i think is i mark all the fish i catch and then you kind of notice patterns like where they're at or say you mark it in practice you can come back to the exact spot literally line up on that exact spot where you mark the fish and make the same exact cast as you did in practice and Catch some fish.
1: Let's uh, let's clear something up right away. You weren't sandbagging in that tournament at all. There were a few comments no. on the on the page that you were sandbagging some, or some people were. I wasn't you didn't have intentionally. Yeah, you didn't have service, right?
2: I didn't have. I have, I could get some texts through. I could. I could ac- occasionally lead, uh, load the leaderboard, but I tried submitting fish. Like I tried on the first day, probably like ten different times. I'd have a little bit of phone signal. I'd, get a text through you know my phone would vibrate i'd notice it I'd like all right check it okay i have like one bar of service or something let me try to submit a fish and it just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning i was like come on really like it's <laughs> well that'll I kill my battery to too. I'll,
0: I'll tell you from experience if you keep trying to submit the fish It'll kill your battery just trying to yeah. send it
1: through, so be, be aware think, of that.
2: Yeah, I think that's what happened to Drew Gregory. <laughs> that's what I was going to say that's day. what happened
1: to Drew. He was he was yeah. uh, running dead there half the day. Yeah, already happened. You know what's funny? You having no service? <clears throat> Excuse me. My throat's caught with a lozenge. Uh, the uh, sure it is. It, yeah, it's uh, it seemed like I mean people, you you were wired to wire wearing this thing. Yeah, but it almost it was, didn't have that vibe because both days Vanya put his stuff up early. Yeah, and, he know, he put up 98 first. early and then 103 early. But yeah. you you won this thing wire to wire and actually extended your lead.
2: Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, I didn't think it was <laughs> possible to catch 100 inches two days in a row in that spot. I had I like I knew it was a good spot and I could pull out at least mid 90s. Hopefully, both days. That was what I was thinking. That's what I was shooting for: mid 90s. Uh, And It just so happened I was catching fish back there, and I wasn't really adding up my fish and everything, and I couldn't submit them. I just had them sitting in the live well. I decided, I can't remember what time it was, but I decided just to get my calculator out on my phone, just add all these fish up, and I I was sitting at like 97 (laughs) or something like that, and I was like... Okay, like I've already set myself up pretty good for day two. And I saw, I was able to load the leaderboard and saw that Joey had the 98. And I was like, well, I'm an inch behind him. That's, I mean, if even if I don't catch another fish, I'm still right in there to make a run for day two, hopefully. And then I ended up culling and getting 99 out of that first spot that I was talking about practicing. And then I decided just the bite kind of slowed down a little bit. And I was like, I don't want to beat up on these fish too bad. So I had moved to a different spot that I practiced at, and I caught like a, I think a 21 or a 21 and a half at. So I just drove 15 minutes up the road, put in there. Uh, five minutes into being at that spot, I caught I think a 19 and three-quarter, something like that. And I was like, okay, it's on at this spot. I'm going to be able to call way up. That I think that called me up to the, the 101 and three-quarter that I had. Uh, but I didn't have a – I think I had one I had one bite I missed after that back there, and then I caught a picker roll. That was it. I was kind of disappointed that I didn't get any more back there, but, hey, uh, it got me over the hump to over 100, which I was – once I had 99, man, like, you get – you just – you have that drive to hit 100. What was time was that?
0: What time was it when you had 99?
2: <sighs> Probably about – 12-ish
0: okay so that, that's maybe. what i was wondering like you know you weren't like rushing like i gotta hit this other spot i have to hit 100 like you had a few hours to kill like you could either go back take a nap or go ahead <laughs> and bust 100.
2: uh yeah i think i think it was then i remember when i put in at the second spot i had about an hour and a half left in the day because it took me you know probably 15 minutes to load up and everything and 15 minutes to drive over there and put back in and all that.
1: Throwing the the day one leaderboard up there, while you're talking about it, uh, Brian, John Allen said the closest that he'll ever come to 100 is shaking your hand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He didn't say that. I made that part up, but (laughs) he (laughs) would have said that if he thought of it. (laughs) Yeah. The Allen boys think they think pretty highly of you. Is there something that we need to know there? Do you, do you guys have some sort of super close neighborhood relationship or what what's going on
2: now i've like met them a few times in person hung out with them at tournaments like once or twice whatever like i i mean
0: they say you're top three in the country
2: yeah the that's what they've been country.
0: saying that's uh, yeah i mean I, I, I didn't believe the hype until about <laughs> 24 hours ago <laughs>
2: yeah, I think most people probably didn't believe that no, <laughs> twenty-four <more> hours ago. <laughs> Heck yeah, hey, that's I a, a
0: pretty—that's a pretty solid way to make a statement on the biggest elite, you know, elite level trail. The biggest check that uh, that Hobie's put out for a trail series, taking that one home in dominant fashion is definitely a way to to make your mark.
2: Yeah, yeah, like the whole week. I think in practice that first day I had like 97 inches and I shook off a couple. So it was like, I, I I knew I had some good fish and everybody at the house, like, cause I was staying with a few other people and everybody at the house, like, Oh, you're going to win this tournament. You got this. I'm like, I don't know. Don't get, don't get ahead of yourselves. Like I'm no, like I normally, you know, you catch, catch them like crazy in in practice. And then tournament day rolls along and you get literally happened to me. A week ago at Decker for the Cats event, I caught like 102, 103 in practice. Tournament day, I had, I lost one and had, I think, three fish only for all day. I feel you, bud. So at least you're
1: human. You're human. That's good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's that's fishing.
1: Like
0: Like, people don't ever remember. You get in your ass. I mean, people remember when I get my ass whipped because I like to talk a lot of trash, but <laughs> people usually don't remember your loss. They remember your wins. Like if they think of your name, they think of the big the big wins. They don't think of 40 times that you didn't get a limit. They think of when you won 10 grand or 20 grand or whatever.
2: Yeah, 100%. Like everyone just only thinks of the, the highs, not the lows. <laughs> and I, I remember, there, I don't know if it was on the KBN page, one of the pages they are talking about it like, oh uh, why is everyone so humble and they say is somebody says cuz nobody remember uh, nobody remembers all the lows except for the the angler that angler you know yep, everyone just sees cool. all the first places and top 10s and everything They're like oh wow you're really smashing them they don't see you when you're down there and Fiftieth place or something, you
0: know.
2: <laughs> Nobody scrolls down that far on the leaderboard. Come on!
1: Thank God. <laughs> There's a few uh, X stat creepers out there. Gosh, they sure are. though?
0: They're mostly online, I think. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. I'm hey, assuming your wife is Taylor, by the way. Yes. Is she in the comments? She is. She in the comments.
1: Oh, what she say? I need to throw that up here. Oh, there we she, go. Real, she, recognize real. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> she,
0: she's in the living room talking trash right now. I like. Yeah,
2: another <laughs> room, just laying down, watching on her phone. Does we, she? Uh,
0: so, how long have you been together, and how does she support your your fishing craze?
2: Well, we've been together, I think, on like seven years, almost eight years now. That's a good run. And yeah, our wedding anniversary is coming up in like <laughs> uh, eleven days. Oh, so what else so is coming Chris up in eleven days?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a fishing tournament somewhere.
2: Yeah, yeah. And she she's super supportive. She, she I mean, she's always hyping me up like, "Oh, you're so good and all this stuff." I'm like, you, you feel like I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm
0: okay. I'm decent. <laughs> so she's like having an Allen brother right there at home. <laughs>
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just, a just
0: a constant hype
1: man right there. That's yeah, my awesome.
2: my cheerleading squad, that's Taylor awesome. and the Allen brothers,
1: <laughs> and a couple other guys. <laughs> you know what's funny is, uh has <laughs> been. Sean Allen does she, a sister. Yeah, sister. she have a sister?
0: Oh God,
2: yeah,
1: that's right. Uh, Taylor, she said, "You keep bringing home checks. How can I not? She's in there. Ooh, and I like it. Yeah, She's right. she,
2: yeah, exactly. She's like, you bring home checks, it's fine. She's like, if you." don't do good like
1: (laughs) oh hey hey, chris just dropped chris morales just dropped a bomb he said he's from the west west coast y'all texas people quit taking credit (laughs) so when did you start when that's a a very
0: good segue when did you start fishing or kayak fishing and were you that successful on the west coast because i know a lot of those california guys can't fish for shit so (laughs) did you hone your skills in texas or was it already happening in california
2: I feel like definitely in California, I built like the basis for learning just how to catch fish. And uh, I mean, just, I, I mean, I, I definitely, the, the lake I used to fish in California, it, it's, it's, it's a bowl, really, there's nothing to it other than grass in the north end, the whole north end, just a big old grass flat. So that's, why i love fishing grass that's how that's why i'm good at fishing grass because i grew up fishing it for i don't know 10 plus years there and there's a little bit of riprap and some other stuff so i'm really comfortable around riprap and grass and there's like one point maybe you know kind of on the whole lake and (laughs) uh, i definitely i I did do i did well out there i was known in like the, the float tube community. Oh. okay. Because I, I hadn't kayak fished at all in California. I just had a float tube. And uh, at Castaic Lake, at Castaic Lagoon, which is, there's like an upper lake and then a lower lake. And the lower lake's like 200 acres or so. And every year, they have three tournaments there. Like one in the spring, one in the summer, and one kind of late summer, like early fall. And those would, you know, sometimes have 30 to 50 people. And, uh... I would do. I would never do well in the spring tournament. Honestly, I'm not. I'm like it was always during the spawn, you know. And I'm not a sight fisherman, really. And I just don't do well during the spawn. I do really well in the summertime and like pre-spawn, post-spawn. Uh, so the June tournament, they always have a June tournament. I got I got a lot of plaques from that trophies, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> From the June one and the September one. And I think it was maybe two thousand seventeen or so. I won Angler of the Year for that series just because I think I won the the June one and the September one. I did okay at the the April one. And uh like that was to me that was awesome because it's it's hard to win aoi and any series you know you have to be consistent all year long yep explain
1: how that works in float tubes did y'all wait like literally weigh them or was it cpr or what
2: oh uh so we weighed them but the way it works is you launch from the beach like the swim beach area kind of and there's way boats out there so like there's volunteers that would be in bass boats or little aluminum boats or whatever some i think one of the years we had like a big drought and they couldn't launch any boats on the lake because the water level was so low so they had way kayaks (laughs) so there would be guys designated there with you know a scale like an official scale and you either wave them over to you or you they had whistles but (laughs) you didn't want to be blowing the whistle
0: because flare guns
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah you'd blow the whistle and you'd have twenty guys around you you know oh, like
0: <laughs> Cali stays wild,
2: yeah so you'd be sometimes like kind of quiet about it you'd like wave over to them and try not to make any noise and you some pe some guys would keep their fish on like a stringer or in like a mesh bag I mean we didn't have uh the was it the donkey leash we didn't have that back then or anything or at least that that I know of so we just I would always use a mesh bag. And sometimes you'd have, you know, like three big bass just chilling in the mesh bag, like dragging behind your float tube. <laughs> Those are my favorite tournaments.
1: That whole <laughs> thing <laughs> sounds like it would work. And that whole thing's like sounds like it would work on Duke series. You need to get him to implement that <laughs> whole process.
0: <laughs> how He's long? Walked, how yeah. long have you been in Texas? Uh, about almost two and a half years, not quite. How would you compare the the tourney scene in California versus Texas?
2: It's completely different. California, like in Texas, everybody fishes, everybody. And the kayak scene's huge. Everybody kayaks. Like in California, you say you fish and they're like, oh, that's weird. Like they don't understand it. People don't get it. (laughs) You know, you get made outside.
0: You do what? Oh, my God. You hurt those fish
2: yeah exactly and like in high school and stuff like people would make fun of me sometimes you know like oh why are you always fishing oh you love fish and all this stuff i'm like it's
1: fun like what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> there's
2: nothing weird about fishing like th- people didn't get it it's not a lifestyle in california in texas fishing and hunting is a lifestyle you
0: know oh yeah it's like all that's style. that's a lot of the south a lot of yeah, the south is, is that way
2: it's a lifestyle
1: Yeah, everybody – there's a lot of people moving to Texas. I'm sure you heard of – you listen to Joe Rogan or anything, but when he first got to Texas, that's the thing that just blew him away is the unbelievable amount of of outdoor activity and enthusiasm in Texas. He's like, I swear to God, you can go out and shoot anything you want to, anytime. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy.
2: I didn't know it was like this before I moved, honestly. I kind of knew it was different, but I didn't know it was like everybody – Goes fishing and stuff. Even if like they don't like fishing, at least they have been before. You know, like just gone out and chucked a worm out there, or cut bait or something for catfish, whatever. Yeah. Well, now you're. Taylor Texas, said man. y'all
0: moved to Texas just just for the fishing because California was trash.
2: That was part of the reason for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, that's hilarious. What did what brought you to Texas? Did you did you have a lifelong dream of being a cowboy, or or what got you out there?
2: Uh, I just decided that I was unhappy in California. I didn't like it. I was just thinking why do I live here? Like there's, there's honestly I was like I don't like I, you feel like you don't belong you're like you're trapped in your house because the traffic's so bad and it just didn't feel like where I should be and where I fit in and everything. And so I was like, man, I, I told Taylor I was like, i'm not happy here she was like oh what's wrong like i was kind of depressed a little bit you know and she's like oh what's wrong i was like i don't like being here like the only reason i live in california is because i was born here and my family's here that's it and i there was really other than the weather in california and family and friends there's not oh, the beach too the beach is nice but- <laughs> so the- other than that, all right, Other than those
0: ten things, <laughs> I didn't like
2: anything else. Other, yeah. Other than those ten things, there's not much in California that I think
1: is good. Well, you're, you're a full-on Texan now, man. All those those guys and gals down there seem to embrace you. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: It's they, really, they're really claiming you now. They got really bumper stickers here. on their truck. Big Richard yeah. Howell on their bumper sticker.
1: <laughs> Everybody that refers to you, I'll say they say Big Stick Howell. Do you know where that came from?
2: Yeah. Clifton. Okay. Yeah. Clifton Clifton was the first one to say it. He, I said it and it's stuck ever since. Like I thought it was the funniest thing after he said it. And apparently other people like it too. Cause they started saying it. Everybody, everybody knows me as big stick howl now.
0: Clifton is still banned from Facebook right now, but he's been in my DMs all <laughs> afternoon. He's so excited for this episode. So Jeff, keep an eye on the on the YouTube comments because that's yeah. where we'll have to find Clifton. He tried to make a burner account, but Facebook <laughs> wouldn't let him. I agreed yeah. to to accept him, but he wouldn't. Uh, I'll he throw wouldn't. some of his
1: highlights up in the up in the comments for you guys. Now. Yeah, he's uh he's all up in the YouTube comments. So Clifton, I knew he would be. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. For yeah, I've been seeing them pop up. There you go. <laughs> what
0: club do you fish with in Texas? Who? What's your what's your little local your local set there?
2: I I just fish mainly North Texas and East Texas because I live like on the west I mean the east side of DFW, so I'm like an hour from Fork, uh, three and a half hours maybe from Rayburn. And I don't know if you know. I you know, I assume you know a lot of lakes in Texas, but. Been there a couple times. Lake of the Pines, I'm like two hours from there. Lake Athens where they had the championship round for MLF, I'm like an hour and 15 minutes from there. That's one of my favorite. So
0: you're in a a pretty good spot.
2: Yeah, I'm in a good spot. I'm like close enough to the, the city and where everything's going on, you know, but also close enough where I can just drive out to some of the best fishing, bass fishing in the world like an hour from my house.
0: How far are you from tight ends? Because that was my last memory of, of Dallas. I don't even know what you're talking about. That's right good, good, Taylor. He doesn't know what I'm talking
1: about. Don't Google it. <laughs> don't Google it. <laughs> well, uh, let's get into day two, man. We kind of got off into the Cali, Texas talk. We ain't even talking yeah. about day two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listening to the weigh-in, it sounded like day two didn't really go as planned, at least for the first little bit, right? No,
2: it was completely different, honestly. Like, first, first hour or two, I didn't have a single bite, and I was I was struggling hard. I was thinking to myself, like, man, I need to do something. I need to change something up. I need to get at least a bite to tell me what I sh- need to do because I, I can't win the tournament without catching five. <laughs> I knew Joey was going to probably put up another big limit. I didn't know he was going to put up – Hundred three and a quarter. I thought he was gonna put up maybe mid nineties at best, but he <laughs> smoked
0: them. <laughs> uh, did, didn't did he ever... say after day one though? Didn't he post a video saying that he like he pretty much quit at like nine or ten and something went like to the that. house? Yeah, I thought I there AJ... was something like he was just managing his fish and was like, man, I'll I'll get them tomorrow. Yeah, the
1: one, thing, the one thing that made me know that he was at least he thought he was on something, and which he was on something was when I posted the screenshot at the end of the day on the KBN group of the leaderboard with Brian's name, you know, with a little emoji next to it, he laughed at the picture. I saw, at I
0: saw that shit.
1: And I thought, oh. man, my man, Ooh. I, I kind of like that. I kind of like the little cockiness that he was laughing at the picture. He was definitely thought,
2: confident that he had it in the bag from what I've heard and <laughs> talked to him and everything. He, he's very confident. Like I wasn't confident like that you know like i i was like i had definitely have a shot but i wasn't like oh i'm going out there and 100 i'm smashing them and winning i was like i was shooting for like i wanted to win but it, i really just wanted the top three to qualify for the toc you know and get a good check i mean top three you got like all those checks were good they were all that's right more than enough to cover my trip and then some and then some and then some cover all my trips <laughs> of the year, you know, like with any of those checks.
1: So as you started figuring things out, you know, when did it make the turn on day two? Well,
2: I think about, like I said, like an hour or two and not a bite. I switched over. I figured I'd just start with the jackhammer again. Cause that's what I threw on day one. And that's, I just grinded down all the spots I had back in that, Backwater area and, and not a bite. I switched over to a red lipless bait, and maybe 10 15 minutes into that, I picked up like a 20 something. I was like, okay, I that's there's I mean,
0: in that same time, area, like you, you were still on that same the good, the good hole. They just weren't uh, even I in, in the back
2: hole. I was in there was another area like that was real close to the bank, like it seems sort of like like the creek channel would run up next to there but i don't think there was even a creek channel back there necessarily so maybe it's a little hole on the right side of the backwater area where most of it in that backwater the grass went completely across the bottom you know from one side to the other it'd be a little not as tall in the middle of where the in the middle of that whole area but it'd still be grass there but other than that bank it was just bare like you had a good bare spot where it was like 10 feet deep or so and maybe like 10 feet wide where there's no grass. It was just a hard edge. Uh, So I was just chucking the lipless over there and that fish just smoked it and had it way down its throat. I was like, okay, this is at the time I was like, oh, this is a kicker, you know that I think that was one of my smaller fish in my limit on day 2. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time I was like okay that's a kicker right there like all I need is a few other decent ones and I can get mid 90s and I thought at the time all I needed probably was mid 90s to potentially win or at least have that top 3 for sure. I had no clue at that time I don't think that Joey had 103 already because he put that up what first hour first two
1: hours yeah so you had not had a peek at that yet because it was early i I don't
2: think i had a peek at that yet okay i don't think i got had a peek at that until maybe a while like an hour after that or something and i was like like i I thought it was something was wrong i thought it was a joke (laughs) i didn't i didn't i honestly did not believe it
0: you thought he Conrad Beneted you and entered, like, a 1,200-inch fish or something? Yeah, like?
2: I thought something was <laughs> wrong. I was like, there is no way he has 103 this early into the tournament. There is no way. I was like, I, I would have expected maybe if he had mid-90s or something, I was like, okay, that's believable. 103 and a quarter or whatever he had. That, it just wasn't believable to me. I had to refresh it a couple times.
0: And then you said – You know what i got a little more gas left in the tank let's (laughs) let's go ahead and hang it on this old boy
2: yeah i think i after that i just threw the lipless around some more because i had that one bite pretty quickly and i think i caught maybe a 16 or 17. kept chucking it hoping to get more i i I didn't have another bite i went all to my my juice spot in the back the very back you know didn't have a bite on the lipless again I was like, this is not good. Like, What I, I lipless figured,
0: were you throwing, Mark Springer asked? Uh, So I actually have it right here. Oh, I got <laughs> <laughs> it in the house literally when Very I got prepared. Home. Wait, wait Very
2: prepared. Just,
1: we're getting you on the solo layout for it was that. It's
2: just the red-eye shad, the tungsten two-tap. It's okay. all rashed okay. up. The red, Rayburn red. I mean, you can't that go one's wrong That has been with chewed Rayburn on, red, it looks thing. like.
0: That definitely caught a bite there. Just gave you the juice yeah. right there.
2: Yeah, I've Damn. caught a lot of fish on that bait so far.
0: Let's get this guy, let's get this guy paid sponsorship here. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you
1: the, the most interesting thing I well, not the most, but one of the most interesting things I heard. Me and Ryan were talking about it before we came on, was towards the end of uh when they were interviewing there at the the weigh in, you said that you switched from a jackhammer to a thunder cricket. Yes. Explain that move because you don't yeah. hear that often. It's yes, jackhammer I didn't know people most...
0: bought thunder crickets. I <laughs> <laughs> what surprised me
2: yeah so i have about three thunder crickets in my box
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what uh, happened yeah. was it the stimulus the the stimulus thing or what what happened how did we end up with thunder crickets uh <laughs> well i figured i mean
2: i honestly the first time i when the thunder cricket first came out like that first week it came out i bought one and i went out to lake of the pines my first time there I was just chucking around the one that's, I think it's the bruiser color, you know, like the half green pumpkin, half black blue. Yeah. I was just chucking that thing around. Uh, It was my first time there. I had no clue what I was really doing. I was like just exploring. My buddy from California came out to visit. I was like, the wind was really bad on most of the other lakes closer to my house. I was like, let's just drive out further east where the wind's not as bad. I was just chucking that thing around. And I think I caught like a seven and a half after I finally figured something out. It was like the first buy of the day, seven and a half pounder. I was like, okay, I like this bait and this area is good. I kept chucking that the rest of the day. I caught like a six, another seven and a half at the end of the day on it. I had like a 25 pound bag on that thing the first time I took it out and I was like, I think it was 27 pounds. I forgot. I have, I have, I think it was on my Instagram. I posted like a story of it. I don't remember exactly, but I smoked them that day. And What's the, the difference in the it.
0: action? Like what made you th- in your head think, Like, was it a different color or were you just like the Thunder Cricket can do this? Like they're tired of seeing a jackhammer. Is it a different action? Does it vibrate more or less? Like what, what is it that's different about it?
2: Yeah, it definitely has more of a tight, tight vibration to it. Gotcha. Okay. The jackhammer is like the jackhammer. You really feel it like thumping that rod. Oh, yeah. and it's more just more aggressive, I guess you'd say. Then you get the thunder cricket and it's a lot faster. You really feel it moving, like it doesn't vibrate your rod tip as much, and it's just real like quick like a flat action like a flat
0: sided crankbait or something. Yeah, right?
2: almost. I love yeah. throwing flat sides like okay. in the winter time. So I kind of thought about that. And honestly, uh, somebody posted on the KBN page, I think it was, I'm pretty sure that uh, at Kissimmee somebody was a bunch of guys were fishing the area throwing jackhammers they didn't have a single bite somebody else came through with a thunder cricket it was catching them so i was it had, i had it in my head like oh this is my that i was like that's a dang good idea
0: <laughs> oh, damn like huh right. maybe
2: i'll keep that in my back pocket right. for the tournament in case it gets tough or something they don't want to hit the jackhammer oh,
0: so pretty whoever pretty posted blunt.
2: that I appreciate it. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. You better send them like 50 bucks or something anyway. Shoot, Drop really? it PayPal a, in the comments. There's 107
1: yeah. people watching this stream right now. They're all going to go buy a Thunder Cricket at Academy Sports after this is over. Probably. But listen, right? y'all need to go buy 10 jackhammers. Just buy one damn Thunder Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> that is the
0: backup of backup plans right there.
2: I had literally... I bought that Thunder Cricket maybe a week ago, two weeks ago. I got it for fishing on... I. I don't know. I I guess I'll give away some of my secrets. I was fishing on Athens uh, a few weeks back, just throwing a green, the green pumpkin, half-ounce jackhammer. I was killing them on it, and I decided, I had been fishing the lake a lot recently, you know. I was like, huh, maybe the fish have been used to my bait or whatever. I can switch it up, try something else, and so I went on Tackle Warehouse, ordered up a like one or two green pumpkin thunder crickets i was like yeah i'll just try this at athens one day well I, i hadn't even been back to athens yet since i bought them and just had them in my box and brought them down with me to Seminole. i didn't i literally had it was a brand new thunder cricket i hadn't thrown green pumpkin in practice nothing i was just thinking you know why not switch up color and the vibration and see what happens and i think it was five minutes into switching over to that thunder i had another 20 and some change i think just off like a corner of a little it was like just pads and it was a clump of pads and hydrilla all mixed together kind of just chucked it over there and it's like, okay this is working i threw the jackhammer two hours not a bite i threw that for five minutes i already have one
0: what trailer what trailer are you throwing on that thing
2: the Yamoto Zako, 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 however you want to pronounce it. Z- that's yeah. All, that's, yeah, yeah. I throw that in the menace. That's really it. <clears throat> People well, are Have going you tried the, the Razor
0: Shad? And I, I may save you some money here. Have you tried the Z-Man Razor Shad? I have. I like that. I like that one myself because you can put one trailer on there and leave it on there for months. And that's, that that's is the true. One reason I recommend it.
2: I <laughs> went through quite a few trailers because the pickerel the pickerel in my spot, were just thick. <laughs> Like I caught. Did they three. not steal
0: the whole jackhammer?
2: I I didn't lose a single bait. Dude, I had three or four country. pickerel just
0: freaking snatch a jackhammer. I mean, cut the line instantly.
2: Yeah, I was throwing twenty pound line, like twenty pound. Oh, I throw it on a braid leader, so it's easier to rip out of grass and gotcha. everything.
0: Gotcha.
2: Yeah. So I was throwing it on twenty pound leader, just for the fact. I mean, it's clear water back where I was, but I figured I don't want to be losing these things to these dang pickerel all day, so. I just put on the 20 pound and it was getting bites. So I just kept with it.
0: I usually throw 17 to 20, but I do, I do straight fluoro, but that's just my own personal preference. I used to do braid to fluoro, but I don't know. I don't like messing with a leader knot on the water. I get pissed off trying to (laughs) to tie a leader knot.
2: I I don't, yeah, I don't like tying the knot on the water. Honestly, uh, on day two, I had retied so many times that my leader was super short. So I just took a reel off one of the rods I wasn't using that already had a leader tied on and just switched <laughs> the reel from one rod to the other real quick instead of tying up a new knot. Cause uh, <laughs> sometimes if I tie a knot at my house, you know, or day before a tournament wherever I can make sure it's all super tight and perfect and looks good. But on, when you're on the water, it's a little harder to do that. So I have more confidence in just picking up. I, I was throwing two rods only really the whole tournament. And I brought eight with me on my kayak. So it was like, why That's not every kayak
0: them? angler? I'm pretty sure it is how mm-hmm. that works. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's it.
2: I had, I had like a backup plan, a backup for that backup plan, <laughs> 20 other things. Like I was thinking about,
1: I know this, the people in the comments are going bananas. Taylor saying, cut the feed, no secrets.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm,
2: probably already gave away too much if no nah, man you but still got to hand. find them
1: and you still got to catch them and uh yeah i mean
0: there there are people in life that are just anointed by the fish gods uh i think you're one of them you know we we got a couple others jody queens one russ snyder's like people that it seems like they can go anywhere at any time and no matter how tough the bite is they still manage to to figure out how to catch the fish and that's i mean clearly clearly you you showed that propensity as tough as that tournament was and i mean the weather was freaking awful for two days i don't think we yeah. had you know 15 minutes of good weather out of out of a two-day tournament
2: yeah it was it was cold and rainy and i honestly like I generally don't go fun fishing in weather like that. You know, I stay at home.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It's not fun in weather like that. Yeah, it's not
2: fun fishing anymore. You're just out there (laughs) freezing. And uh, sometimes if you're not catching them, that's the worst. We got some questions coming in,
1: some technical
0: questions, Jeff. Throw those up.
1: All right, let's see here. You see that, Brian? What real speed are you throwing that Thunder Cricket on?
0: uh i always
2: just throw my jackhammers, my thunder crickets any chatter baits on a seven to one gear ratio seven point three seven point four something like that honestly i'm not super technical about stuff like that i'm just like if it's seven to one seven point anything to one it's all good
0: if the handle turns yeah you got it
2: like Mm -hmm. eight to one eight to one's too fast to me for for that you could throw it on a six to one but seven to one it just feels right for me the way i, I usually only dog. take
0: out two or three combos myself and one day i backlash the dog shit out of the karate okay i was throwing and i didn't want to mess with picking the knot out and i looked behind me i had a spinning rod and i had a freaking uh i think it was a revo rocket like <laughs> <two> to <laughs> one, and i was like man i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna try it on this and i threw it out man and it was just like freaking you know like a buzzbait on top of the water i was like this is I mean, yeah i quit I get i'm gonna go we'll
1: just go to a texas rig from now on you see yeah. uh Garrett's comment here brian
2: yep so i fish uh, i used to fish out of a hobie outback and maybe five months ago or so i got a the new hobie pa 14 360 so that's an awesome boat to fish out of you can just it's you're so maneuverable you can just get in and out of that cover and around that grass, just move anywhere you want without breaking out the paddle ever pretty much. Unless you're, you bog that drive down in the grass, like the mats, the thick, thick stuff. That's when you break out the paddle. Other than that, you just get all through that grass and thread the needle between the little, the little gap between two little mats and you're just going straight through like it's nothing.
0: I'm a born and bred hater. And I tried so hard, even when I, When I left native, I tried so hard not to buy in on the 360 hype. Like AJ had a couple boats and I was like, give me the 180 drive. Like, I don't give a shit about a 360. (laughs) (laughs) And then I I fished out of the 180 and it was fine. But there are those scenarios when the wind is, is ridiculous or the current's ridiculous. And I'm like, man, now I, now I can see where being able to go sideways would actually benefit me. And that's that's what I ended up in myself is a is a fourteen three sixty. Yeah, you're you're right.
2: Yeah, I I, honestly I don't think I'd like fishing out of a pro angler unless it was a three sixty because that the Outback's real maneuverable and doesn't get blown around in the wind too bad, you know.
0: I love Um, the Outback. If there are three new owners of Hobie listening, uh, if there was like an Outback three sixty,
2: yeah, that if they had ice cold sun, I'd be all over. An Outback 360, dude. That would be, that's like the dream right there. Because this, I'm, I do miss the speed of the Outback for sure. Because that thing is fast.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and you can, honestly, like you can carry it easily. Like you can grab yeah. that side handle and actually carry something to the water versus having to have a cart or a ramp or whatever to launch. Yeah, yeah. I uh,
2: helped my buddy Wayne load his Outback. We have the exact same Outback 2019. The blue one, and uh, I helped him load it on his trailer. And I was just picking up. I'm like, man, I forgot how light this thing was. And picking up that <laughs> heavy old PA, weighs, dude. I fished with yeah, a like guy more than me, dude. Like fully loaded.
0: We put I'm in paid, on the dude, river. Dude. I fished way up the Flint, way, way, uh-huh. way, way, way up the Flint. And I'm, I'm minimal. I carry like a little a, a Plano Guide Series bag and like four rods. That's it. My buddy Nick Dyer, he stayed with us. He he was launching with me and he has an Outback and he had at least 300 pounds of crap in that. out. I mean, it was rods sticking up everywhere, just bags of soft plastics, a huge freaking crate, a hummingbird, big, you know, big hummingbird, a huge 23 amp hour battery. And I'm like, what's the point of even having the Outback if you're going to put, put all this other stuff in it? Because then you you, know, you lose the efficiency of that boat, I feel like.
2: Yeah, you probably do. I mean, in the outback, if you just have a small crate or something, and just a simple seven or nine inch graph, and I mean, I on the outback, I didn't even run anchor or nothing. I had a power pole. I mean, you have to have a power pole fishing out here. I mean, I'll, I'll, if you're fishing shallow and you're not, you don't have a power pole, you're messing up, honestly.
0: Whataburger or In and Out.
2: Taylor, Taylor uh,
0: already answered that for him already. Uh, now listen, Jeff. Damn it, you spoil everything. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, I we'll want to know
1: it. his opinion. <laughs> All right, let's hear it, Brother
2: Burger for sure. Oh,
0: oh! Yeah.
2: We
1: got a house divided. The
2: burger is oh, just, just so so big and juicy. I don't know if you Woo-wee! saw this one. But it's
0: a house <laughs> divided. You heard that? Okay.
1: Like, In
2: and out's good. Don't get me wrong. In and out is definitely good, and it's definitely cheaper too, more affordable. But I mean. more affordable
0: yeah we're talking about fast food cheeseburgers that one is more affordable i don't care what you say
1: blake blake knight summed it up in and out is the thunder cricker cricket (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he's
2: not wrong honestly they're both good (laughs) but one's a little more i don't know a little more quality than the other i guess a little (laughs) more meat on the bones yeah a little more meat on the bone i got you i got you funny
0: what are your plans for the rest of the year
2: uh, fish some local events go fish uh broken bow for hobie dardanelle hopefully um rayburn uh fish the fork event for Bassmaster. i'm thinking
0: yeah. about hitting that one i'm real close on hitting that one
2: you should i mean it's, it's i've fork. heard
0: all the st- I, know. I mean i've seen the giant bags and and heard all the stories and Turkey season's not lining up with that Broken Bow event, so I don't know if it's worth me making the making the trip to Broken Bow, but I think maybe maybe shoot for a Fork on on the Bass event might might work out a little better.
1: That one's killing yeah. me because I I'm definitely going to be a Broken Bow, and I just can't get back to back weeks off to get down there to Fork. Even though is I it back to back weeks? It's yeah, once yeah you know, the weekend after the other. So. I think
0: Eric Thomason and Marshall they're talking about doing both. They're talking about coming in a day before. And hitting broken bow and then staying and going down a fork and, and pre-fish that way. I'd like to do that, but um I have what's called a, a job right now, so I'm trying <laughs> I'm to not, not lose that. It's yeah, the like, same
1: thing that's happening with uh, Rayburn and Louisville back to back, like days apart. I, I ain't gonna lie to
0: you, man. Like I don't have any intentions of fishing Louisville at that time. If they don't switch lakes or something, I mean it's I tough. just I'm not gonna make that drive. For that lake, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's tough, tough. Yeah, rough.
2: summertime, like, it's a party lake, you know, so. Yeah,
0: I hadn't, and I'd love to go just to the party part, but if I'm actually <laughs> going to pay for a fishing tournament, I'm uh, probably not going to do that. So I may fly out, like, Friday and rent a pontoon boat and go out there and have a good time. And I'll watch pick everybody fishing. Me and John and Clifton will rent a pontoon boat and go out and, and just heckle people all day. Yeah. I'm probably not going to fish the tournament
2: spectator bow just go out yeah. there and- god
0: that'd be awesome go live all day let's see yeah it. that'd be funny
1: blake blake knight's pumping you up at fork said you might go over 110 at fork Brian. i mean my
2: biggest limit of fork I, it's I
0: 125 so i might
2: uh yeah i wish
0: <laughs> how do you feel about fork how confident are you in fork
1: not very Okay. Come on, dude. First I time, I'm I'm first time I you, first time I met you. First time I was there. met you was down there. You smashed it fork. That was in the fall, but still.
2: Yeah, I smashed a fork in the fall and in the summertime. Yeah. But springtime, man, like middle of the spawn. I
0: mean get up there and throw in the dirt. You don't have to look at them. That's the thing about spawn fishing. Don't make eye contact, yeah. but just throw where you think they're gonna be. Yeah, I know, but them.
2: those dudes that are looking at them or out it's not that I do poorly necessarily it's that there's some dudes that just absolutely smash them you know yeah i still do okay i mean in a tournament a different time of year maybe it would be a good limit but turn then i mean those people put up 100 inches there's out there looking at them like there's a 20 oh there's a 22 there's picking and choosing they'll pick five good ones out there and like okay i'll spend my time on these i five think it was Co-
0: wasn't it cody milton that posted something like that last year like you know, he went back into an area and saw like <laughs> I saw 24 back over here the other day, like shit like that. I, I don't I don't do that. I, I'll find like a pad flat or something where I think they're going to be pulling up spawning and I'll just go kind of blind cast. I don't I don't like being seen. I don't like, you know, casting at them on purpose. My best betting fish on Chickamauga, I knew they were betting on this riprap bank and I just threw a Ned rig all the way up the bank and blindly hooked a eight, eight and a half pound fish, but yeah, uh, I'm not, I don't like sight casting. It, may, it frustrates me. I see him come pick the bait up and carry it off the bed. And then I sit there for like two hours, just yep. freaking, you know, going after the same fish. And that,
1: I that don't, that's not my style. I agree with Chris. Chris's <laughs> <comment there. laughs> that's good stuff. Like a true Texan. <laughs> Magellan fish. That, no, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh Let's I want to hear the story on this fish real quick, man. Hang on a second. Let's see if I can pull this up again. And then and then about the weigh-in itself. How about this monster? Was it was this the final push that put you over the hump for day 2 right here? This 23 and a half?
2: It did, but I ended up catching like two more over 19 after that one. So technically I wouldn't have actually needed that fish to win
1: holy crap i thought that was gonna be like v1 no
0: I mean, at that technically time, i didn't need that 23 that's always a good story to tell was
1: yeah just a, bon- a bonus 23 and a half damn yeah
2: i mean at the time yeah i think i had like high 90s or something i think maybe 97 i don't know i knew i just needed i remember thinking like i needed a 20 incher to get ahead of joey and then i was fishing around my whole area i wasn't getting bit and time was running low i was like man this sucks i'm not getting bit what do i do i need to go back to my my best spot in the back where's that big hole in the back over there and i was just like screw it i'm gonna just cast along the way as i go back there because like i said the the way in like if your line's not in the water you're not getting bit if you're just right. pedaling and not doing anything you can't get bit doing that so i was like screw it i'm just gonna start." casting off on all this grass on my left hand side all the way up i just started working that and just casting 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 all of a sudden i'm hooked up and i had no clue it was a 23 and a half i knew it was pretty big it felt big but it had me wrapped on a stump at first so you never know you just you you have that feeling you know in your line you just feel it through your rod kind of wrapped up on there i was like oh shit i need to (laughs) I need to pull it (laughs) off of there. (laughs) And then after it came off that stump, it immediately went to this super thick mat of grass. And I had to just pull him him out of there. (laughs) Got him to the boat. I I saw it was big. I got it in the net. I knew it was over 20. All I needed was something over 20 is what I thought. So I started
0: screaming. I was like, like, that's her. That's the one I needed. (laughs) That's so what I wanted to know. Is did how hype did you? I mean, if I get one over like twenty one or twenty two in the boat, like when I grab that out of the net, I I mean I'm embarrassed for myself for the for the stuff I say on the water. Like I know, <laughs> I, know. I know I just get ignorant. I don't know what happens. I revert to my childhood and just I let it go.
2: Yeah, yeah, same. I just sometimes when you get a key fish like that, like you know you need just one more kicker or something, and you start going crazy you don't even know what you're saying you're just too high i don't care if it's my first
0: fish of the damn day that's how (laughs) i get like if i put a big a big one in the boat on tournament day the gloves are off there ain't no telling what's about to come out of my mouth
2: yeah yeah so the and after that like i don't know how to take a breather you know you do that and it put me i don't know like 101 and some change or something like that I was like, hell yeah, like there's like, if Joey still had a chance for sure to cull up and still beat me, so I knew I couldn't stop. But at the time, I, I guess I was I was fine, but I, I had no clue that I was fine. You know, you never know. He was out there. He had 103. He could have put up 110 <laughs> for all I knew, And like when the leaderboard went down or something. Yep, you're right. Did, so, did, did
1: y'all talk before the announcement was made? Did you know who won?
2: Yeah, we kind of chatted before outside and kind of going over our days and stuff. I asked him if he had cold anymore, and he told me no. I was like,
0: <laughs> Y'all were feeling it out. Did you just <laughs> grin at him like, "Oh shit, son"? Yeah, bad
1: news on this one. <laughs> so did, you, did you straight up? Did you straight up tell him you had 103 and that he was Dunzo, or did you just wait until AJ? gave you that uh, I, I, I broke 100 again <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: you didn't crack a beer open and pour it over his head when he, <laughs> when he said he didn't call up anymore <laughs> sorry joey the,
1: yeah
2: because uh... he, he had that early morning bite and he didn't like his bite shut off and mine turned on like when his shut off mine turned on that wind when the wind picked up more mine just got better
0: that's awesome. That is good. I mean, it's cra- yeah. like watching the whole thing play out was crazy. And I know, I mean, I wish you had service. I would have freaking loved to have seen the engagement on people watching as you like, creep up and then pass him and then pass him and then pass him again. <laughs> that would have that yeah, yeah, been, uh, been, been pretty solid. Sure.
1: Ryan was, always says the next level of the sport is cameras in the boat somehow. It will be. So, Write it down. Write yeah. that, that down. Yeah. will be. I might not know much, but I
0: do know that. Yeah. But as I learned myself, uh, Saturday, they gave me a camera to put on my boat. Hobie <laughs> did at the board check. And I told him, I was like, listen, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm rolling the dice. I'm going way <laughs> up the river. It's going to be wild footage because there's current, there's tree. Like, I mean, it's, you know, flood stage on the Flint, like just going crazy. It wasn't actual literal flood stage. But yeah. It was very it was high great. water, a ton of yeah. current. Yeah. Took me forever to get to this spot. And of course, you know, you got to pee on the water and whatnot. And I yelled a lot because I caught a big ass fish and I said a lot of cuss words. And then I lost a big ass fish with Brian, the carpenter on the phone and said <laughs> more cuss words. And I brought the camera back to Steve Fields. And I was like, Steve, listen, you're going to have to delete 90% of the and 100% of the audio. Like <laughs> this whole day's worthless. And I apologize. <laughs> you know that's that's going to be the trick with the live footage is you better have guys in a camera truck that are pretty on point and pretty comfortable with you as a person because we are going to get to see a lot of you on the i line. need
1: to build in that delay that's the yeah. yeah for sure yeah quick trigger um brian you saw the meme yesterday that got leaked out on kbn didn't you yeah i <laughs> the saw dream, it, the dream snatcher
2: 30 minutes or an hour after it was posted and i just my started bad. cracking up
0: my I bad think, uh, I, who, who came and you don't have to sell them out if you don't want to Jeff, but that was shared from another group chat and I I guess I gave away that it was Jeff that shared it but <laughs> but I, I I was like listen I you need to get authorization to post this or I'm just going to do it anyway and we'll deal with the consequences later but I heard, I heard back yeah. from the
1: creator this morning so What he say? He, he said it's all good and I said oh. I, I kept him I kept him I kept him anonymous yeah. and uh, thank goodness thank goodness thank you yeah.
0: creator whoever you are
1: thank you creator
0: Yeah
2: yeah it was uh, it was funny. But I don't know. I don't know how Joey felt about
1: it. <laughs> I don't know, Joey, but he Joey seems, seems like, like a good sport. Yeah, he Joey seems like, yeah, a sport, like a good sport. sport and yeah. listen, respect and props to that dude for smashing him two days in a row. His day two limit, he had 103 inches and a half. Yeah. Every fish in his limit was over 20 inches. Every yeah. fish. Nuts. It's insane. And yeah. he he I promise,
0: tournament. I promise you, we're going to have Joey on. You can't talk that much trash and back it up. <laughs> Even if you fall short, like. That's good. That's yeah. good. I mean, you know, le- leading most of day one and nearly all of day two as well. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a huge accomplishment. So that yeah, was that yeah. was a good nothing show. but
1: respect. I mean, for two dudes to go over two hundred, it almost seemed unfair for one of y'all to have to lose with two of you breaking two hundred. Yeah, you're right. Like you're, you're not
2: wrong. It was
0: but like, if your nickname's Big Stick Hal, I mean, who you think's gonna win? <laughs> Joey
1: from Minnesota
0: or fucking Big Stick Hal from Texas? Edit that. You know. <laughs> Boop. Oh.
2: yeah yeah like it's it it was crazy to think i was thinking i was like man i broke 200 today i still didn't know if i won you know like you break 200 inches for a two-day total and you still don't know if you won that's the crazy part like that was nuts i still can't believe it
1: made it fun to watch for sure man Yeah, yeah for
2: sure i mean i think uh well, shout out to Zach Hall for his third place, too. Yeah. But I think I was like 20, 21 inches ahead of him in the yeah. end. So it's kind of just like a battle between me and Joey going on that time because we we're pretty far ahead of everybody else. I mean, from
1: from fourth down to 11th, they were all within four or five in- inches of each other in the 170s. Yeah, and, you know, Zach got up into the 180s and then it was just you guys were in a different stratosphere, man. I mean, up up there. Yeah, in the it was.
2: Inch. It just felt it, it kind of felt personal, you know, like just battling it out. With both of us, it would have been a lot more interesting if I could have been posting, you know, so he could have been seeing <laughs> it and everything. <laughs> yeah, I was I kept trying. I was like, if I can just get one fish in, you know, if I can submit like a 20 something that'll like get get everyone like worried and get joey sweating a little bit (laughs) like maybe that's the one big one on the leaderboard just try to get it through i kept trying to submit submit nothing would go through man it was so disappointing i think my my first purchase with the uh my my check is gonna be like a mobile hotspot or something (laughs) so i can (laughs) at least have like two phone providers to try to submit on something else because Oh. It's just, it was stressful on day two. Well, on day one, uh, shout out to Jay Wallen for letting me use the hotspot off his phone to upload my fish because oh. I would have had to drive somewhere where I had good signal, where I i didn't have like I couldn't even submit even when I had decent signal on my phone for whatever reason. So I would have had to drive all the way back to the house we we're staying at to get the Wi Fi. That was oh. a 30, 40 minute drive from where I was at. So I was was like rushing. But he had phone signal in the parking lot at the ramp. uh, Because I fished the area he was fishing for like the last hour and a half of that day one. Uh, So I asked him, I was like, do you have signal here? And if you do, do you mind if I use your hotspot on your phone if you have a hotspot? And he was like, I have phone signal in the parking lot. We can try it. So I'm really thankful for that. Because... We're able to just go up in the parking lot and submit all those fish at the very end and not have to worry about, you know, potentially speeding on the way back to the house just to get my fish submitted.
0: Don't do that, let me yeah, tell you. Know.
1: That that Jay um, well, that Jay Whalen's an alright guy.
0: Jay Whalen is a sweet boy. I don't <laughs> care what they say about him. He's a very sweet boy.
2: <laughs> but day two, I didn't go back to that spot. So I didn't I stayed at my first spot all day long because I didn't I wasn't worried about wearing them out or anything like that. So
0: what cell provider do you have? That's in the that's in the questions right now. Right uh, now. I,
2: I won't I won't answer that because my wife works for them.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> <damn. don't> <laughs> oh gosh. Tell me,
1: please. Taylor. I know you're watching, throw it in the comments. Taylor
0: can drop it in the comments if she say wants,
2: it. but she's an employee. Taylor. I don't want to put that oh, company on blast and say All right. their signal sucks or anything, but Brian's
1: trying not to lose sponsors right now mostly we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, blame, we'll blame the uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll blame the towers down there in Georgia slash Florida yeah, what
2: for whatever reason I, on day two I drove to a gas station where I had submitted fish last year and I, I was like I have okay phone signal like it's enough to get some pictures through I drove there I stopped I tried submitting just kept spinning and spinning and spinning. I, you know, closed out my app, swiped it away, did everything I could. I did <laughs> again, kept spinning. I was like, okay, like, why isn't this going through? I was getting texts through fine. I was <laughs> sending Jeff throwing them
0: comments fine. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the cat's out of the bag. It's okay now. It's uh, yeah. listen, Yeah. Taylor, listen, give Taylor your business. Uh, I trust her and yeah. I remotely Normally, trust Brian, except for the Thunder Cricket things.
2: So. If you're coming down to Fork, T mobile has great signal on Fork, so
1: okay, so, yeah. that's the key. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. But I, I couldn't get anything through. I drove down the road a bit more. Still couldn't submit anything. It was kept spinning. I had like full bars of service. And I just couldn't understand why it wouldn't go through. I don't know if the towers were congested out there or something. I think
0: it was all the inches. To be honest with you, I don't think it had the bandwidth. <laughs> too many inches. The whole two hundred and ninety nine inches. Of yeah, foot.
2: yeah. It just too many inches. It couldn't go through. And so I just kept driving down the road. I I ate at a I ate at a bar down in Chattahoochee, Florida, last year. And I remember they had Wi-Fi. I, I wasn't 100% sure they had Wi-Fi. Yes. But I was thinking, I was like, I'm pretty confident they had Wi-Fi. Now thinking back on it, it was kind of a stupid move to count on that as my backup plan. Because I, I didn't know if they had Wi-Fi still. I didn't know if they were still in business. Maybe COVID got them, you know, and they went out of business or something. <laughs> yeah. I pulled up to that rest, the the bar there. And uh, I was like across the street, I think, and I tried pulling up my Wi-Fi and just nothing was showing up. Some other stores around that area were showing up, but they all had passwords on them. I like, oh. <laughs> and then it looked like the stores were closed. I couldn't go in there and like ask them. <laughs> I like, hey, yeah, they were closed. It was Sunday, you know, like a lot of that stuff's closed on Sunday. And the bar, the bar was closed too. I don't know if it was because COVID or because you're trying to risk no it all you're trying so to risk
0: life. it all on a shady bar in florida <laughs> Yeah, it
2: was a it was honestly it was a very stupid move and i kind of took my i didn't take my time at the i didn't launch a ramp i launched just like kind of off the side of the road and checked through some reeds and stuff and i kind of took my time loading my stuff up there because i was like oh you know i have plenty of time it's a five minute drive down to where I had signal last year I should be okay you know if I and it's probably 15-minute drive from there to the bar if I really had to get Wi-Fi or whatever so I kind of I didn't take my time but I took more time than I probably should have I didn't rush completely like I was like oh I'll take my power pole off and do this and that put some rods in the truck I left my graph on and a couple rods in the boat but I took off too much stuff and kind of just took too much time because I, th- I thought I had, I, I mean, I had an hour. I was like, it's five minutes down the road. I'll be fine.
0: If bars and- have yinglings and receipts, that's usually the two things that I'll walk away from a, a shady bar knowing <laughs> that they have, it's the Wi-Fi. I probably don't even get to that point.
1: <laughs> you don't, you don't ask that first, Ryan. <laughs> What's the hmm. Wi Fi password, please?
0: No, it's usually do you have yinglings? <laughs> it stops. It also stops at that question because then it gets awkward and I'll leave. So, yeah. Yeah. On. Brian, we've
1: been we've been having you on here now. It's been about an hour. We're well over an hour. It's been a great interview. I want to hold. Listen, him. he had the longest limit in the
0: Hobie BOS history. I'll, he should I'll have the, the longest limit on don't. KBN Live.
1: We can we yeah. can we can go another forty five minutes for all I care. But I know this man just drove twelve hours, so I don't want to hold him hostage all night long. It's been a great interview. Uh, any more comments out there and there's still a bunch of people on here throw them throw them to us we'll try to get them in real quick but we yeah. want to keep this shout going. outs
0: Brian what do you got who who, well,
1: who I, I want to finish this thing
2: the end of the story because it's you, too, honestly it's too 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 much but I was at that bar trying to submit and like I said it wouldn't I couldn't find the Wi-Fi and then all of a sudden I got like one tiny little bar of Wi-Fi and it said like no internet connection or something I was having issues so I pulled directly in front of the bar and I had 12 minutes left to submit my fish. And I was like almost, I was on the verge of having a mental breakdown. Just trying to get these fish submitted. AJ was texting me. He's like, dude, do you have any fish today? All this stuff. And I I was able to screenshot my live well on turning X. And I sent that to him. And he's like, Oh, okay, you caught him today. I'm like, Yeah, dude, I I'm trying to submit them. I've been trying for 20 plus minutes to submit them. They're not going through. He's like, try this, this, that. And then finally, the Wi-Fi signal, when I pulled up right up front, had full bars on that Wi-Fi. And slowly but surely, they all went through. And I let out a sigh of relief. And I was thinking like, man, uh, like if not having phone signal would have cost me almost $10,000, I would have had like a
0: full-blown
2: mental breakdown.
0: So a shady bar saved your tournament.
2: Yes, a shady bar saved my tournament. Saved I've been telling y'all,
0: thing. I've been telling y'all for three years now on this live stream, <laughs> shady bars are the way to go. You're welcome.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, hey, it's saved my ass.
1: That's I'm amazing. glad. Would have been glad. A different. Now you
0: got, now you got that money. Now the wife's happy. You've got at least a year of chasing these tournaments. You know, yep. just to, to fall back on like, yep. hey, I'm on ten grand. You know, piss it away this year. Do it.
1: Yep, yep. Definitely. <laughs> Build on I it. Build on it. Some people got you on their fantasy team probably. Build that thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. Yep. The
1: fantasy. Are they roster. doing that again? Yeah. How
0: they say they are. Say they are.
2: Well, I mean, I already got it first place. Like if they haven't started yet, what are they, what are they doing? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you can't God. pick me after can't like off the to Boy. Pick me like
1: yeah that's awesome uh yeah my wife's giving me hell in the comments <laughs> nurse Ashley is off for the night I've been fighting strip throat for a few days but I still did the oh, show yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Ryan. I appreciate
0: it Jeff I'm sorry that that I forced you to do this but I'm glad no, you hey,
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm using your mantra we do it for the people that's <laughs> right no, We, no, we nothing do. Haul, nothing a nothing a hauls cough drop and some ibuprofen won't fix for right
0: every now. time
1: yeah yeah and I'm eye suppose.
0: drops always yeah. use eye drops you're not taken seriously if you don't use eye drops
1: yeah 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 but uh man brian what an unbelievable weekend man thanks for in- entertaining us all with the the ups and downs <laughs> uh yeah and that the- was a
0: hell of a, a hell of a show you put on man honestly like whether you got your fish uploaded before or after the buzzer uh you know it was it, that suspense you know i i don't know and and aj can probably answer this as far as people tuning in to the weigh-in, like <laughs> anticipating what was about to happen, uh, that was nuts. Like that was that, yeah, was, that, that was a lot of suspense. I like it. I I bet. Thought,
1: hey, I, I sent the screenshot to a, a group text that I, I put the weigh-in on on my TV before the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I, I heard other it people that
0: they're doing too.
2: They. They'd all, they're like, oh, my whole family was watching. And yep. We were just watching it. They weren't watching pregame. They were watching the awards. <laughs> That's right.
0: Exactly. That's right. As soon as it was done, I was right right to the Super Bowl. Yeah.
2: yeah. Everybody was watching it. Everybody. like, I know uh, my wife was at work at T-Mobile, and her coworkers were watching it with her, and
0: her customers were watching it with her. They all <laughs> wanted to see <laughs> what was going to happen. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, good stuff, man. Good that is
0: awesome. Jo- Joey in the comments, he said he's still driving home. Uh, he's been listening. Good job, man. That's, you know, that's that's. There's no there's no better feeling than than that competition between, you know, people that that love to get out there and talk a little trash, but love to swing <laughs> for the fences. I mean, you know, we lose a lot more than we win, and I think yeah. that's that's something for for everybody to keep in mind. You're not going to wake up every day and go out and and knock it out of the park, but keep grinding and keep making yourself better and learn from from interviews like this, you know, I'm, I'm sure he just sold probably 20 more thunder crickets nationwide at least. So <laughs> learn from this stuff, but, but seriously, like everybody's going to get a little better and you're never going to have every body of water figured out. So get used to, get used to taking it on the chin and come back out the next time with a clean slate and do it all over. Yeah.
2: I mean, Joey's a stick too. You can't. I mean, you catch 200 inches, and he had me on my toes all day. I was just grinding, grinding, grinding. I didn't eat. Well, I didn't drink anything. I didn't eat anything all day. Honestly, and I was just grinding,
0: grinding. It, it shows. I'm gonna need to. I'll send you over my diet plan. We'll get you pumped <laughs> up in no time.
1: <laughs> no nah, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, shout out to Joey for having the thick skin and the the wherewithal to take it on the chin after putting up what would have been a winning limit any other time. It's crazy. That I'm is not, insane. Yeah, so. oh, yeah, it's insane when,
0: that, when his limit does not win. That's how you know it was a real freaking yeah. throw to-
2: Yeah, it was It was nuts. I, that just shows you how good the lake is too and everything like that. I love that lake. That's one of my top favorite lakes in the country. It's it's I
0: can't imagine what's going to happen when we catch it right it's been a cold front the last two years imagine when you catch it right and you see a hundred you know 90 inch limits like that lake has so much potential there's so many big fish there but that they're so i mean it's florida strain bass they're so temperamental on cold front so congrats congrats to the honestly the the top five ten guys that really put together that you know that magic little ingredient on these on these Florida strain fish and the yeah, front, that was yeah. awesome. Good stuff. On and it's on to Watts Bar. Yeah, boy. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all, I, the Tennessee River chain is a very special place. You can catch your personal best largemouth and your personal best smallmouth on the Tennessee River chain. Cold weather, th- <laughs> these big cold fronts that come through, they make it tough. So you you may be in for a tough tournament i highly encourage everybody to come because you know you may go out and and you you not feel like you have a shot and win the whole thing because yeah. this cold front's going to play a huge factor in the watts bar tournament for sure yeah
2: i mean there's always there- those tournaments there's always those tournaments where you just catch a limit both days and your top ten in
0: it I guarantee you this is one of those. There will no. not be a home field advantage on this. This 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 is gonna fish crazy on this tournament. I'm willing to bet. Now
1: now I kind of want to fish it more. Yeah, come on. Grind it. and it's gonna be a fun one. To I watch. might, but uh I'm sure uh, I'll run into you boys sooner or later. I'll be at Broken Bow. Hopefully, see you there, Brian. I don't know about yeah, hopefully. Mr. Lambert, but uh I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll try. I appreciate everybody in the comments tonight. It's been a fun one i ready to wrap this thing up. And Brian, tell your wife, thanks for letting us uh, steal you away, even though you just got home from that 12 hour drive, man. Yeah. I've, this, literally, is
0: Taylor a member of KBN? Because she needs to be. Because she, talk,
1: yeah, she she's did, talked she a lot of junk me, in the comments. She and did I, everything
0: I in there.
2: I enjoyed <laughs> the hell out of me. Awesome. Like, I don't go on Facebook all that much. She's like, oh, did you see the drama with this person yeah, and this person? Yeah, yeah. Like, I haven't been on Facebook. No, like, update me. Send me the link. That's nice. Well, when I'm in Texas,
0: I'll I'll go to tight ends with the Allen brothers, but I'll I'll meet you and Taylor at like Olive Garden or something, and we'll go have a nice dinner. Yeah. Nice dinner.
1: yeah. All right. Good stuff, boys. Let's wrap this thing up once again. Appreciate everybody in the comments. That was a fun one. We'll talk to y'all later. See you, Brian. See Take ya. Care.
0: Appreciate it.